All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 5th of May. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. The Directorate General of Civil Aviation has asked GoFirst to refund passengers for the flights that it has cancelled. People in the know have said that refund amount could rise to as much as 350 crore rupees. The civil aviation regulator has said that it had been informed about cancellation of flights till the 15th of May. Chief executive of the airline, Koshik Kona, on Thursday said that while the airline cancelled flights till the 9th of May, it was not going to be taking any new bookings till the 15th of May. The Wadia Group, which owns Go First Airlines, meanwhile, could be seeking a waiver of the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code rules that bar promoters from bidding for their own companies because the cash-trapped carrier's account with banks is still marked as standard. According to the law, defaulters are prevented from submitting a resolution plan for companies admitted to Insolvency Court. Both of those are stories in the Economic Times. In more corporate news, J.C. Flowers & Co., which is an SL Group creditor, has questioned the legality of the non-compete agreement between Z Entertainment Enterprises and Culver Max International, which is Sony Pictures. As per the scheme, SL Mauritius, which is an SL Group entity, will receive a non-compete fee of 1,100 crore rupees from Sony Group entity SPE Mauritius. J.C. Flowers told the Mumbai bench of the National Company Law Tribunal that this fee is an amount that should legally accrue to Subhash Chandra as he is the one who is giving up his right to compete. Senior advocate Ravi Kadam, who is arguing for J.C. Flowers, said that by redirecting the amount to a Mauritius entity in which Chandra by admission holds no stake, Z is trying to ring-fence the income. The Ministry of Finance on Wednesday notified changes to the Prevention of Money Laundering Act, tightening the rigour for finance professionals who carry out transactions for clients and ushering in more stringent compliance processes. The change brings practising chartered accountants, company secretaries and cost and works accountants carrying out financial transactions on behalf of their clients into the fold of the Money Laundering Act. These transactions, of course, include, among other things, the purchase of immovable property. Now, Saudi Arabia has lowered oil prices for customers in its main market of Asia after futures slumped, with traders fretting about the health of the global economy. State-controlled Saudi Aramco cut all of its official selling prices for Asia in June. The company's key Arab light grade was reduced to $2.55 to the barrel above the regional benchmark that's 25 cents less than the price for this month. Brent is hovering around $72.5 to the barrel last I checked. Now sales of Apple's iPhone rebounded last quarter, helping the world's most valuable company top earnings estimates. And though the sales fell 2.5% in that period, Apple had warned investors to expect a drop of roughly twice that. The results suggest that the company is beginning to recover from a slump that has plagued both its computer and smartphone verticals. 
Now, the performance was better than expected, but it marks two straight quarters of sales declines, which is a first for the company since the pandemic began. Now, let's look at the markets. U.S. stocks declined sharply on fears that there would be more collapses in the banking space there. The Dow and the S&P 500 declined about 0.9% each. The Nasdaq was lower by about half a percent. And it seems like those cues will affect the start here in India as well. Just a short while back, the SGX Nifty was lower by about 0.4%, indicating a lower start for the benchmark Nifty 50. Now, that kind of a drop at the end of the week would be par for the course because yesterday you saw the extension of a rally that began at the start of last week. In fact, the benchmark has gained in seven out of the last eight sessions by over 600 points. And at over 18,000, some brokerages are calling for profit booking. Be that as it may, there are supporting trends that have contributed, of course. And for one, you have crude oil prices, which are a major overhang for the Indian economy. They've retreated quite substantially. And you also have other major commodity prices that have cooled off. But beyond that, earnings have been positive. And that continues to be the focus as we head into the last leg of the earnings releases for the fourth quarter. In trade today, you'll want to watch out for Marico, Britannia and Paytm as they report their earnings, among others, of course. And for those that have already reported their earnings, you might want to watch out for SEAT. EBITDA has come in 30% ahead of estimates and margin is back in double digits after as many as seven quarters. Another one is Dabur India. There's a like-for-like revenue growth of about 4% year-on-year without considering the Badsha acquisition with operating margins at around 15.3%, which is the lowest in recent years. Then there's UBL. EBITDA margin has come in at 3% versus 5% QOQ and 15% year-on-year. And that's definitely something that's going to weigh on the stock in trade today. TVS Motors from the Auto Pack is going to be in focus. It's better than expected. Q4 is what we're talking about. Margin expansion optically lagged, though, compared with its peers. And that was due to higher sale of electric two-wheeler iCube during the quarter, which is a drag on margins. Finally, I'll be keeping a close watch on the Nifty Bank. And that uh, pack had, in fact, driven yesterday's strong up move. But chances are that we may see a bit of a cooling off sooner rather than later. And that's all we have for you in this edition of the podcast. But do stay tuned over the course of the day to the website and all of our social media platforms for a lot more. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.